Hello and welcome to NDIS Know How, a podcast series that asks how can parents get the very best NDIS plan and ample funding to support their kid. This podcast is written and made by me, Melanie Dimmitt, the author of Special, and powered by HireUp, a disability support platform connecting families like mine with top-notch support workers. In this episode, I'm chatting with the one and only Tara Thompson, the mother behind the wildly popular Willow CP Journey Instagram account. Here, Tara shares snapshots of her day-to-day life as a mum of three girls, Ava, who's nine, four-year-old Indy, and Willow, who's seven and has cerebral palsy and autism. In this conversation, we talk about the power of our community, something that is front of mind for Tara in her new role at Kindship, an app that connects parents in the disability space. I also get Tara's advice on how to make home therapy fun, something she's an absolute master of. First up, I asked Tara what her experience has been like as a parent navigating the NDIS. When you think about the NDIS, does it make you happy or does it make you frustrated? Um, like I'm happy that we have the we have the funding to access supports. Um, I find the whole thing so scary and overwhelming, to be honest. Um, uh, I feel I'm very lucky that my husband, he's always at his computer and um, he manages the invoices and that because I feel like that's like a full-time job in itself. When I think of things like frustrating um, things that have happened with the NDAS, we wanted to get Willow a bike. So I think she was around three and um, we'd seen these adaptive bikes that um, are fully supported and it just meant she could ride with her sisters because like I couldn't even take Ava for a bike ride um, her older sister because I had no other option for Willow so I was like a bike would just mean everything to our family like we could go on the weekends and Willow would be getting physio like it was just such an essential for her really Um, so we put one um, put it down to get in the plan and we got um it wasn't approved, but the way they worded it was pretty much we as her parents should be teaching her to ride a bike. So that's not something she they will fund for us. Um, so these adaptive bikes are like, I think they're, they're over $2,000. Um, but it just, it infuriated me because I was doing everything I possibly could for Willow to um, make it like keep her strong and, um, and they are like allowing her to access the world and play and everything I could. So it was just this big slap in the face, like you need to be teaching her to ride. I'm like, well, that would be wonderful, wouldn't it, if I could whack her on a bike and teach her to ride like I taught Ava to. But the reality is she couldn't even sit on a bike. She couldn't pedal. She needed like an adaptive bike. Yeah. It's- Please tell me you got this bike. Well, so I had a big rant on um, Instagram. Just like I was just so upset. And I had some beautiful families saying that they've got a bike um, that Willow could have. And then there was this, they were all over Australia, which was just amazing, like so beautiful. Um, There was a family that weren't too far away from us and they had a bike for their son. And um, due to sensory needs, he wasn't using it. And they're like, it's just wasted sitting in the garage. We would love Willow to have it. So we met with them and they were a beautiful family and they, it was so beautiful for them to pass it on to somebody that could use it. And from that day, Willow was in her bike, like every second day, we could go out together as a family. Um, It gave her like build up her stamina, her endurance. It was like a little physio session. So you pay 
what two, nearly $200 to have a physio session. I would take her on a half hour bike ride and it was just as beneficial. Um, and way so, more fun and yeah, way more real life. so normal to her. Yeah. So fast forward to now because she grew out of that bike and I was like, well, now we've got to go through the process again. They're not going to give us one. But we actually got one funded this time. And I was so confused. I'm like, is it because she's older or but I think a lot of families have said it just depends who you get. And I'm like, that's so wrong that it just who you get on the day determines if your child gets access to a bike or if they don't. So I hear that so many times. And yeah, she's got the bike because she happened to get a good planner on the day. Yeah. yeah. On the topic of NDIS plan meetings. I asked her what it's like to advocate for Willow's needs, which are both visible in the case of her cerebral palsy and invisible in the case of her autism. I feel like going into the meetings, I don't need to um, justify her CP. It's like she needs a walker or she needs a wheelchair. That's all you have to say. Like, yeah, it's um, just a click. You get that. Um, so I, I understand that because when it comes to her, um, explaining the autism aspects, I find it um, so draining. Like um, you really have to be prepared and you have to really go into detail of why um, why it's so hard and why she needs these support. So, for instance, like little things like Willow, her sensory needs, getting dressed in the morning, I have to help her get dressed for her C- like her CP. She's physically not able to do it. So if you say that, then that's such a big thing. But to me, it's a sensory aspect that is so hard in the morning. I can dress her easily, but it's the sensory, like um, the frustration and the not being able to cope with putting her arm in or the feeling of clothes. And that is so much harder to cope with. Whereas um, if you're talking about it, they just hear CP, she can't do it. So she'll get Mm. such and such. But the sensory aspect, it's so hard for other people to understand that. Tara is famous, certainly in our space, for creating clever, budget-friendly ways to make home therapy fun. This all started back when Willow got her CP diagnosis at seven months old. So we started seeing an OT and a physio and um, so they would say like all these things we have to work on at home and I'm very much like okay yep I'm gonna do everything I can and But those first, I think, six months were just so daunting. I was like, "How? what do I do? She didn't like it. I felt like it was such a chore, but I would feel so guilty if I didn't didn't do what they said we had to work on. And it just felt like I had this huge list. Um, My brain always felt like I was in a constant fog of therapy land. Um, So there was one particular day where... I just was like, oh, let's just paint. Like I put paint on some wood and Willow um, had so much fun. She practiced sitting. She practiced using both of her hands. She was engaged in sensory play. And then it's like something clicked. I was like, this is therapy. Like I've just done so much therapy with her. And she's just essentially played the whole time. So from then on, I just dramatically changed my outlook for therapy at home. Parents like Tara and me, are often encouraged to purchase pricey so-called therapy toys for their kids. But as any parent will tell you, children are often more likely to engage with something that isn't, in fact, a toy. This was certainly the case for Willow. 
she loves playing with the Tupperware cupboard. Like I can, we can build a tower. She can knock that down with her, her non-dominant hand. Like go to the $2 store, buy just random crap really. And she <laughs> loves it. So I just started really focusing in on creative play and using like even recycled items from home. Um, one of her favorite, all-time favorite activities, um, using like almond milk cartons. Um, I cleaned them out and then I just put the lid like just so it's on and she stamps it down and the lid flies off and like <laughs> getting so much physio out of that both the girls all the girls do it we have these stamping competitions and there's lids all through the house but <laughs> she loves it and it's just hilarious that it costs nothing she will literally do that that same activity for 30 minutes her sisters will do it with her and that's like awesome therapy for her so um and another thing, just involving siblings, um, at the start, I feel like that added so much pressure thinking oh, I have to do this with just Willow. Like, I, And I would send her away and like, this is really important, go play. That made the whole aspect seem harder than it had to be. So now we do therapy. All the girls are welcome to do it. Half the time I might even um, put it to their interests and Willow just joins in. So it's really just creative play and therapy um, and um, like play therapy in our house. That is so good. And what a good tip as well, you know, for people who can't stretch their NDIS funds to the really expensive switch toys and the things yeah. that we're told to get, you know, you could just pull something out of your recycling bin. Yeah. And definitely. use that instead. I think that's awesome advice. And on the NDIS as well, you've touched beautifully on how, you know, the parents and other families that you've connected with have supported your family. You got a bike, you know, through yeah. our incredible community. Yeah. Um, are there any ways that other parents have helped you with NDIS stuff, have helped you sort of make the system work for your family better? So um, I'm lucky through Willow's page, like you said, I've met so many wonderful, wonderful families. Um, there was a, there's a family close to us and we start, um, we did started to do all the same therapies together. So she's been great because um, we both have daughters the same age and they both have a CP diagnosis. So we've been able to, um, over the years, bounce ideas off each other with what our plans look like and what we should ask for. So she's been a great, great help. Um, and then just other, when I first started the page, there were other families that were ahead, like ahead of us in our journey, um, which just have, they just have a wealth of knowledge, like, parents that have walked the path before you so I would ask them questions so you definitely need a like a community I think because just trying to figure it out all on your own is just yeah it's just so hard so I think um trying to find that community and accessing it is definitely helpful with navigating all things NDIS related on that You've got a wonderful new job working for an incredible app called Kindship that I know we don't want to compare it to Tinder, but it's an easy way of saying it connects parents who are raising kids with disabilities. Yeah. It's an incredible tool for our community. Can you tell me a bit about what this platform and app is doing and how it's supporting families on the NDIS? Um, yeah. So I feel like I just love Kindship, everything that it's about. I wish that it was there like I always think like imagine if this was there 
when we were at that diagnosis age, when Willow was seven months old and I could just, it was just at my fingertips to go on the app and talk to people. Um, so I'm so excited about what it has to offer. And um, you can really, there's so many different ways that you can use it. So, um, but what we are putting in place now, it's an advocacy program. So this is all about NDIS um, we're looking at putting like a self-directed learning portal into the website, which will be accessible to, we'll have like a, um, like a group of parents go through it where they can complete modules and they'll have a mentor to help guide them through the NDIS right from applying to reviews to like all the different aspects. So there'll be resources on there that um, can be downloaded and looked at just like a huge library of all NDIS related topics so I think that's going to be an amazing tool to have like there's so many families out there like me included that you you don't know until someone helps you you sort of just going in blind trying to navigate it all so I think this advocacy program will just be such an amazing tool for um for families out there I'm really excited about it Thank you to Tara for this enlightening chat and also to Hira for supporting me in making this podcast. You can find a link to the Kindship app in the show notes. And if you want to learn more about how to get the most out of your kids' NDIS plan, why not come along to Hira's Navigating the NDIS webinar series on the first Tuesday of each month. To register, check out hireup.com.au forward slash events. Thanks for tuning in to NDIS Know How. I'll catch you again soon.